Hey guys, welcome to this edition of the Shrewsbury Biscuit podcast. I've got to throw in a bit of monologue here at the beginning. Uh, I gave myself so much information to talk about on this episode you're about to hear that I forgot a couple of things that are essential to this episode. Uh, one of which I didn't mention our website at the end. Um, and it is a fantastic website. It contains all of our audio. It's lovingly made by our friends at Web Orchard. And, and like I said, it's got all of our audio there. So if you wanted to check it out and listen to our shows directly from the website instead of using Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, them sort of things, you're more than welcome to do so. Uh, although those uh, Podbean uh, podcast catches are, are great too. Um, also, one of the most remarkable things I've found during the lockdown period is how people have evolved and changed the way they do things and one of the events that has caught my eye recently has been something that Shropshire festivals are putting together in in July and it's a drive-in festival a drive-in festival do you remember like I mean drive-in movies are unique anyway I mean there's nothing else like it and and so imagine doing a, a festival a music festival or a concert like as a drive-in concept. I think it's a fantastic idea. There's a press release here that I'm going to read to you, and it says, um, ah, clear my throat. We've been cooped up for a long time now, so it's about time there was a socially distanced, safe way to have a night out in Shropshire. Well, here it is. Shropshire Drive-In provides all the fun of an epic night out and delivered to the safety of your car. We have created a drive-in mini music festival with the mighty live music stage, Euphoria-inducing local bands, including the Dirty Rocking Scoundrels and the Vertigo Band, and heavenly food and drink provided like a luxury drive through all with scrupulous attention to keeping you safe. Who knew we could have so much fun socially distanced in a field at the Shropshire County Showground? Um, from the festival team behind the Shropshire Food Festival, Shropshire Kids Festival, and Shropshire Oktoberfest, we bring you Shropshire Drive-In, the safe way to party in 2020. Go to uh, the website, which is www.shropshiredrivein.co.uk to find out more information. It's a fantastic idea. And like I was talking to, um, on a different show, I was speaking to Dr. Hayes from the Circus of Horrors. And we were talking about the the evolution of, of the, uh, you know, the concert or uh, festivals, things like that. And I think that like, the drive-in thing is, I mean, is 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 part of the evolution now i mean there's ideas to like let people have their own little cordoned off area so they can get out even get out the car and have a little bit of a dance you know as long as they're in their area and stuff you know um i'm not sure how um the guys at shropshire festivals are going to do this but i think it's going to be a fantastic thing to witness so um i i love this idea i'm going to try and invite the guys into the studio um to to come and uh, speak to us soon so make sure you check that out anyway i'm going to leave you with this episode Q, Alex, hey, uh, DD, and our new biscuitier. Hmm. Take it away, guys. Peace out. Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome to the Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Alex Whiteley, and I have two biscuiteers joining me today. Uh, the one is Dee Dee. How's it going, Dee? 
Hey, yeah, uh, it's all it's all well. It's going as good as it can, isn't it? Isn't it? I, I always <laughs> wait for that, isn't it? Isn't it? Boyle? Isn't it? I don't know why I do that every time. <laughs> every time. Uh, we, well, yeah, it's your thing, isn't it? Your thing, baby. It's my thing. It's I, my thing. Yeah, it is. I got, I got the the, <laughs> the, the awkward uh, conversation. You've got the, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah. Isn't uh, it? Isn't it? It's a bit like it's a bit like the wrong Burgundy thing. It's like, was it Good Day San Diego? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or uh, Bruce Almighty. That's the way the cookie crumbles. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah, I go trademark it. Uh, and joining us is is brand new biscuitier who's just joined our team. Um, we were talking with Max before he became a Shrewsbury superstar. I mean, you know, he's been in the press a lot lately. But joining us now is Max Brown. How's it going, Max? Hello, Alex. Very, very well, thank you. It's great to be part of the team. Um, really looking forward to making a difference with you guys. Yeah, I, I, I was like, and we need help. I need help because there's a lot going on at the moment. Like things are about to go absolutely nuts. Like I, I've got uh, two weeks off or something this this month. It's nearly three weeks actually, and I want to absolutely oh. cause chaos with our schedule. I want to literally <laughs> throw everybody into the mix, and it's starting to fill up quite quickly. Um, so yeah. we yeah. we need help, and I was like. Max is a great guy. He was on Shed Biscuits. We got we had a good rapport. <laughs> let's let, let's let's cause lots of chaos for Max for a bit. Like <laughs> that's <a> fantastic. <laughs> thank you for joining us. Uh, we really appreciate you joining the team, and I'm sure you're going to be a, a fantastic biscuitier. And um, you've been causing a lot of really good positive noise in the town lately. What's going on, mm, Max? It certainly seems that way. So um, I guess it all starts with um, I went out for a run one evening, as I often do. Um, I went through the quarry and it was just terrible, the amount of litter that was there. Fair enough, it was, mm. you know, it was a sunny day, but it was just like like a rubbish like a rubbish site, honestly. Or probably more akin to a festival. Yeah. Um, so I just thought, I've got to do something about that. And I put on my Facebook, you know, I, I need the routine, all the rest of it, as we all do at the moment. Um, so I'm going to go and litter pick and I've been doing it every day now for about two weeks. Um, I've had people come up to me saying, you know, well done. It's so fantastic you're doing that. We love this park. And then I've also seen the same guys like the following day come out with the bag themselves and start to help. And it's just amazing. Yeah. It's just wonderful. Do you, think, do you think this is because of like the, obviously lockdown's been slightly eased a little bit and people mm. can only really socialise outside and they're taking a bit of an advantage of it? Well, of course, yeah. But at the same time, I feel like we've been away from that for so long that we should have learned to look after it, you know? Just oh, really definitely. appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's a shame to see, but I think that is definitely the case, Didi, yeah. I think it's a case of young people. I mean, I was a young person once. You know, I've been guilty of it myself. <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and say, ah, well, young. But young people... Hey, <laughs> Young people live for today. They don't live for tomorrow, right? They live for the yeah. part, the yeah. party, or, yeah. or that certain situation. Um, and obviously, mm-hmm. like uh, with everybody, with being in lockdown, where's the one place at night where you can meet where you're not going to get any hassle? And that's the quarry. Uh, but the mm. problem is, there's no respect there. Like you say, they just they just throw the Absolutely. crap. Absolutely. I mean, the, the main issue really is that in the morning time, the dog walk has come and there's broken glass on the floor. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's a big deal. That would that would yeah. be my first worry. Yeah. 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 Um, obviously, it is cleaned at eight o'clock, but yeah, today was a particularly uh, good thing happened down there. We uh, we got the guys from Share to come down. We had about thirty of us today doing litter pick, yeah. which is amazing. So Share is a charity for recovery in Shrewsbury, and they wanted to do good work in the community, and we collaborated and decided it'd be a great thing. So we're going to start doing that weekly as well, every every Saturday at half past nine. Yeah, and I'm going to join you next week. I couldn't. This it sounds this sounds uh, like fantastic. A really, completely selfish thing, but I work nights, um, and so the sat- so this is the 
tomorrow I'll go back to work. So what I need to do on a Saturday, genuinely, it's not me being weird, weird, but I have to lie in on a Saturday so I can stay up late tonight so that I can sleep oh, in again. Body clock, isn't it? Yeah, yeah I've got to yeah. condition my body genuinely because if I don't do it, like uh, it has like a domino effect on my week. And but come Wednesday morning when I finish, I'm like, I'm a mess. No. Yeah. So, so I had to, I had to kind of try and, I, and even then I, I woke up at half eight and I was like, oh, that wasn't good enough. Um, but yeah, it's. Um, so it went, it went well then, yes? It went really, really well, yeah. Such positive feedback. People of all ages helping. It's really, yeah, it's great, Alex. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm glad because um, it's a... But the problem is, right, if if the, the quarry is cleaned every day uh, and, like, then there's there's no... We should get the young people causing the mess clearing it up, right, surely? Clearly, yeah. <laughs> Grab them scruff the neck great. and clear up your mess. Well, I feel like there used to be initiatives to do that when I was younger, but now it seems that it just really yeah. I was going to say yeah because when when I was younger, we we never really created a mess in the quarry and all stuff like that. But I think it's 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 probably something partly to do with this whole lockdown. They've been taken away from their friends and they're just kind of like Mm. enjoying the moment, enjoying the time they can be with them. And you are right; they should be more they should be more respectful because it's a communal area; it's used for everyone. And it's a massive beauty spot. Like, I understand it's not one of the beauty mm. spots to have a view, but it's somewhere that is such a central point of the yeah. town. That it's should such be a beautiful part. Oh, it is. It is. Mm. And when I first started doing the biscuit, there was a lady that was started doing something similar. I forget her name and the the, uh, the company she put together or the group she put together, but she would go to, like, certain paths or certain areas of Shrewsbury where there's, like, bushes and stuff, and she would absolutely deep clean the place. And she'd, wow. she'd find, she'd find like, litter that was, like, 30 years old, like, things, you know, ridiculous amounts of just garbage. Oh, I've done that where you find the really old crisp packets from, like, yeah. years ago. You don't have that writing on them anymore. I've done that, yeah. Yeah, she, she, became, she became a bit of a star, like, in, in Shrewsbury for a bit. Like, it was, like, fantastic work. I can't believe there's somebody doing this. But then it got a bit too Great. much because people were like, can you come over here? And can you do this bit? And can you go that bit? And no, she was, no. she was sure. getting, like, little bits in the newspaper and things like that, but no recognition, really. Well, I feel like the quarry's my back garden. So what I take from that is if everybody was to look after their immediate green space, then yeah. that's, that's the way we should be doing it, you know? Just doing mm. what we can for our immediate vicinity. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, of course. Um, I mean, like, yeah, I, I teach my little boy knows not to throw litter. And if you see someone doing it on the street, he'll be like, oh, you know, it's, it's just a standard <laughs> thing. So cool. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm like that. It's like if, I, if I'm walking along and I get something out of my pocket and I just like, even if I feel like something's fallen, I always have to check, even if it hasn't. I'm like, oh, just like fall out of my pocket because I feel like people are watching me. And yes. like, it's like r- dropping rubbish is it's everyone knows it's frowned upon. You shouldn't, you shouldn't drop rubbish and everything like that. And I know, like, in the quarry at the moment, they haven't been putting the the liners in the bins or anything like that but that's still that's still not an excuse is it really not to mm. take your rubbish away with you they should uh, yeah, they should definitely put like cctv or put some security of some sorts in the quarry i think at night i'm sure they do i'm sure they i'm sure they do i, 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 think, think, there's, I think there's three cameras you know accounted today um, yeah so i feel like there is but then it's like are they manning the cameras for that purpose are they just going to go back retrospectively if there was an incident Right. It also depends how good the cameras are because sometimes you can't yeah. trace the people back and sure. like we we've had at my work for we upgraded them it was like the cameras is like you you basically just watch the people do it and that's as far as it goes isn't it really so mm-hmm. yeah there was a sofa in there Thursday guys well, I saw that I saw the sofa more like, of a futon more of a futon but yeah unbelievable <laughs> I get those guys that's a thousand pound fine for the council right there. 
That's crazy. Yeah, what do you do with all? Where do you where do you take the rubbish once you've collected it? Where do you take oh, it? Good you question. Got... So there's yeah. um, there's a little um, I suppose you call it a a council sort of refuse point, I guess, at the top where the blue gates. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So I just leave it outside there. Yeah. <laughs> leave it for them to sort. I was like, we don't need <laughs> it. Do. You I do. do. This I feel now. like the next step is going to be recycling it and sorting it out between glass, plastic, and cardboard. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's an important step. Uh, and but as you know, as I progress and we get more help, I feel like that's something we can achieve. And there's well, yeah, because it, it, it's, it's growing, isn't it? I'm sure you're going to get people yeah. at the time that are going to reach out it's and so help cool with the whole recycling side of it. Yeah, yes. it's, it's going to get bigger and bigger. It's been going to come quite a good thing. Yeah, mm. um, people take pride in 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 where they live. Uh, in Shrewsbury Definitely. I find that and the Shropshire Star picked yeah. this up didn't they they picked it up and the, the, the headline read selfish little outs dump more than 20 tonnes of rubbish at Shrewsbury <laughs> Quarry in one weekend yeah uh, and like it, it does look horrendous unbelievable amount mm. so if you're one of those little nippers that are out there at the moment throwing your beer bottles <laughs> and your quaver packets and whatever else and your sofas well, how do you get? How do you drag a sofa to the quarry? What? Uh, oh, the two eyes. Give, give them, give them a bit of credit. Getting the sofa to the quarry. Crikey! Yeah, <laughs> up that hill. Uh, yeah, if uh, it was there. Pick up yeah, your crap. Definitely. Take it with you. Right, uh, the quarry is isn't your own personal. Yeah. Uh, space to, to to make a mess um so well done to everybody that turned well, up today uh, thanks uh, everybody that turned up today for the share the share litter pick today fantastic well done and congratulate thanks to to jane for for accommodating that and getting that together well done um i gotta say actually I've, i was speaking to jane uh, yesterday um we were we had a really good chat on the phone we're going to do shared biscuits too i think we're going to do it in, a, in about three weeks mm. um because we're going to get together um the, we put like a facebook group together where we were chatting about it um i had to t- like everything got thrown into turmoil with this uh with, with everything that's going on at the moment and I, I kind of i had to take a week away from everything really i mean even social media i wasn't speaking to the biscuiteers i wasn't speaking to the yusuk team i was just kind of like guys i just don't feel like socializing i just i felt terrible um and it's because i was mm. just doing too much <clears throat> so i mean like to put into perspective what what i actually what I'm doing behind the scenes, like I, I work with a lot of different things. I, I actually host, produce and, and, and um, edit three different podcasts. Um, there's this one. There's what's the difference I do with Tom um, and, and Kenny. And there's the Weekly Bazaar. Um, and like I, I, with this show... Um, I, I, I look for guests, uh, I, I write emails, I spent two days writing emails, literally over the last two days, just like, yeah, cool. yeah. Um, uh, <clears throat> once the guests are in, um, I, I have, to, have to research them, then we do the, e- then we do the internet inter- interview, sorry, uh, then I e- edit them, get them ready to go, and I do the same for the Weekly Bazaar, we find stories that are just crazy stories, and we just talk about them, but I've got to get that ready. <laughs> And then uh, what's the difference is it's like a huge caliber of a show. Like we, we're speaking to people all around the world. We're, we're speaking to like Emmy nominated producers, TV hosts. We had um, we had uh, Adam Pennell come on, you know, and we did the chicken wing thing uh, live on Instagram. Oh, great. Was, uh, you know, we've had, yeah. But, yeah. you know, when you when you're working with people that are highly respected, you've got to pull out a product that is just you know, great audio oh, and sounds yeah, fantastic. Yeah. So there's a lot going on, and it just got a bit too much. So I was like, I'm having a week off. I'm having a week off, so uh, everything. Right, so, so yeah, yeah, no one blames you for it. No, yeah, no, yeah. Especially, especially with everything going on at the moment, I think, I think we we live it. We live in a world currently full of like uncertainties. No one knows what direction we're going in. But however, people still have their own lives going on while this mm. 
situation and they have their own mm. problems going on and like we've got like you were you were in the process of moving house but then this pandemic happened but then you're still, still here. having to work and you're still doing all the podcasts and everything like that while in the outside world this is all still going on so it's gonna it's going to flip and drain anyone, isn't it, really? Yeah, I mean, there's lots of people going through some terrible stuff right now. But, I mean, like... Oh, yeah. While you're trying to juggle all that as well, it's, it, is, it mm. takes a toll. But that doesn't mean I'm going anywhere. Um, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm actually really passionate about putting some great content together to help people in the town. If you're listening to this now, it's this is going out on the Monday, there is still plenty of time to get in touch uh, and come on the sh- on the show. This is a, a podcast is a, a, an organic fresh way to tell people about what you're doing. People only yes. tune into the biscuit if they want to listen and if they want to listen to what you're going to say, um they, they will learn about you. I mean like the way I, I describe it is you walk past a shop for for 10 years, you've never been in. If you learn something about the owner and learn that actually a really nice guy and would like to chat to you and has a certain way mm. of selling things you might you might want to go into that shop or you might want to go to that event or help that charity you know so that that's why we do what we do so get in touch like please seriously i, I want to help shoot in shrewsbury's recovery we've got lots of people coming in already i mean we've got phil gillam i think we're gonna do something with next week because he's he's uh he's had an extended appointment as mayor which very rarely happens he's doing like 18 months instead mm. of a year yeah um uh, some people from the parade have got in touch because the parade is now open. Well, not open. It's not open now. It's like, uh, 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 <laughs> uh, it is open now because it's uh, th- this is no 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 no. It's open on the fifteenth. I got my my dates wrong. See, I'm an idiot. Uh, you get over excited. That's what you're doing. Yeah, fifteenth. Get over excited because that's where we're based. Fifteenth of June, the parade opens i have a list here of of some of the uh the, the properties or the, the the businesses that are going to be opening and uh, if i just pull up my i've got so many here we go i've got one is that, is, that, is, that, is that including our studio our studio we, I've, I've, I've i've had a confirmation that we can start recording from the oh, 15th yes. of june and we do have Brilliant. somebody booked in d we're going to be speaking to uh manola moss who's opening an eyelash extension salon oh <gasps> Oh, you know if she is going to be my girl. That is it. You've got to get me on that one. I will be there. No, Max is on this one. I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> just imagine turn up. Um, oh wow! Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna come and flaunt my my eyelashes because I've got the best eyelashes in the show business. I really do. Um, <laughs> from the 15th of June. Just like your hair. Oh. The low blow, man. That's a low blow. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> um. From from the fifteenth of June, um, the following shops will be open from the, and the parade, and that's uh, the Bill Layton Photography, Time Span, Cashmere and Silk, Salop Technology, Think Tank, Crystals Cupcakes, Beadles, Salop yes. Stamps, Second Chapter Books, and Setanakai, and of course the Shrewsbury Biscuit. Um, we're going to love Setanakai. Yeah, great place. I, I was chatting to them um, the other day. I, I spent like three or four hours absolutely gutting the studio i stripped it apart i showed Didi a picture of all the mess i'd made you did you did a very good job you did a very good i was getting twitchy because you sent me a picture of the mess and i was like and i was busy at the time i was like give me an hour i'm gonna be there you're like oh i'm, I'm not gonna be that long and i was like that place is a mess but you sent the photos through it did it was a big change and it looks so much better with the blue and mm. it's like a, it's like a mini revamp isn't it in a sense it does look so much better and you know the, the before and after shots i mean when we first opened the studio we knew it was very basic and we had what we had yeah, and we yeah. did well but even then i was kind of like i was proud i mean i'm sat here right now on a tiny little desk in an apartment you know uh, uh, <laughs> to have your own studio space is great like so i was proud of, of when it fit but to see the before and after like it does look professional now but yeah to just 
to let you know, I've literally <clears throat> the windows, the walls, skirting boards, uh, the, the tables, the wow. wires, the microphones, everything has been cleaned. I stripped everything down. I put all the, the, uh, the, the, the tablecloths on, fitted, re- rewired all the microphones, hoovered the floors. We've got, we've got masks and gloves, um, hand gels and all sorts, and it's, and it's socially distanced. So we can, we can get away with doing uh, some podcasts socially distanced. So that's going to be good. But right. also, as well, the option is if you want to do it over Zoom because you're uh, you know, scared of, 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 the, of what's going on, that's fine too. So. It's totally understandable. It's totally understandable, isn't it? Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, we're open for business, guys. The thing, going back to, um, to what you were saying then about sort of revamping and everything, it's great to see that local businesses are doing the same thing and just mm. oh, yeah, use the time yeah. for, for good, you know, make their business better and stronger and just a more inviting place for people to be. It's, it's great. Well, we, we've spoken to a, a couple of people on the podcast and we had um, uh, Saisons and they... Okay. Um, they, they're, they're a restaurant in town and they, they obviously got affected by the floods with their other restaurants sure. they have and everything like this. And um, they had obviously then this massive pandemic happened. They got closed. But then he turned around and said that the, what they're doing at the moment is something they've always wanted to do where they um, where they people can do it online, like all the ingredients, have the recipe and cook at home. It's something they've always wanted to do, right. but they, they never got around to doing it. And this is something that's basically helped them in that direction of their business where they want nice. to go. So there are, there are silver linings in yes. such a, a dark, very dark cloud oh yes we shouldn't we shouldn't uh kid ourselves that it has been a very dark cloud yeah yeah um, but positivity yeah. nonetheless definitely definitely absolutely i'm just pulling up some stuff now. i've got loads of press releases to, to read out and we can do this today uh usually we don't we get, don't get a chance to do a lot of press releases but there are so many positive things happening in shrewsbury at the moment i feel mm. like it's best it's good good to get it all out um uh, Shrewsbury Town community uh, are great people I've been, we've been working with uh, for, for well we did a show two weeks ago with Jamie from uh, from Stick um, and they're doing a lot of great things at the moment they're doing a move as one a run cycle walk thing and it starts from the 1st of June to the 30th so there's still time to take part um, you, you work as a team and the um they, they're, they're, the team goal is um, trying to travel 2,788 miles as a collective. So, uh, Max, you can take part in this if you really <laughs> wanted to. I was about to say, Absolutely. it's incredible where you're going to say yes. team biscuit, and that's why you brought Max on. That's what it's going to be. That's the only reason you're in, Max. <laughs> that's it. Um, there is a suggested donation uh, of 10... <laughs> There's a suggested donation of £10 per person. It's to raise money for, for Hope House. Um, and, uh, you know they've asked me to read this out so please uh, go to the, uh, the the Shrewsbury Town community um, website um, and, and check out that because it's, it's a great um, it's, a, it's a great initiative again positivity getting people out fit and, and raising mm. money for a good yeah. cause I just find any, any physical exercise is so good for a mental health it's, it's just oh, way too easily overlooked it's yeah. so good I know that my own, my own journey it's been massive um, I also have another one which is very physical and it's the the Ludlow race obviously the 10 kilometer race uh, through Ludlow's medieval streets is not able to go ahead this year due to the restrictions mm-hmm. in place with the COVID-19 um, the race which attracts uh, attracted nearly 400 runners last year would have been the fourth Ludlow 10 however organizers are determined to keep their runners motivated by turning it into a virtual experience they will be awarding medals for 10-kilometer runs carried out um, at any time and place over the weekend of Saturday the 11th and Sunday the 12th of July in 2020, of course, uh, when the race was due to take place. 
The event is being organised by Be Endurance, um, who also run the Storm the Castle Duathlon. Duathlon? I've never heard that before. Uh, one, one of the organisers, <laughs> Matt Green, is encouraging people to sign up now. He comments... We are dev- we were devastated to have to cancel the the event as it has gained so much loyal following over the last few years. Many people are in need of positive goals to work towards. Right, that's what you were saying. You know, it's positive. Mm. Um, now, so we decided to create a virtual race where runners' hard work can still be recognised and awarded with our medals. And the beauty of the virtual race really is cool. that runners can complete their ten kilometer run anywhere they like on the roads, trails, or even on a treadmill. Um, we all we ask is that runners abide by the government guidelines uh, regarding travel, exercise, and social distancing. Yes. <clears throat> yeah. Um, it says here the event is open to all to sign up. Uh, the participants must register in advance. The cost is ten pound per person, and all profits will be donated to local NHS charity. B Endurance will provide coaching plans to help get runners in shape for the 10K and they will be asking runners to use some sports timing software to track their runs. So there's your... Uh, your That's your... what I was going to say. I was going to say, do they say about the tracking of the runs? Because how does it work? <clears throat> like, um, Max, you might know. How does it <clears throat> work with your when you're measuring a distance if you're on a treadmill? Um, so on the, some treadmills, posher ones, I guess, yeah. have a little digital readout. And as it, yeah, as yeah. it moves, it's kind of constantly counting. Um, I always just go with my Garmin watch. <laughs> That's what I was going to say because I've, I've got a Fitbit and I was just wondering whether it tracks it because I think it does track it on treadmills, doesn't it? Yeah, no, it absolutely it does. Yeah. So it's, um, I think there's a setting for indoor run and then just run and it'll be indoor run. Yeah. yeah. yeah I, I can imagine sure. there's going to be a couple of people who have been trying to get fit over these last so many weeks. Yeah, who are going to see something like this and take it as like a bit of a challenge to themselves. Yeah. To go and ahead what and great incentive getting a medal as well. It's a massive thing for me was getting a medal with Shrewsbury Half Marathon last year. And I've got to say, it made me feel so good. He's what boasting. He's boasting, people. He's boasting. <laughs> well, Max, boasting. Max <laughs> if you would like more information on, on this Ludlow run and if you wanted to take yeah, part, go good. to www.ludlow10.com and you can find out more information. Um, I, I, I mean, I, I, I need to get fit. I need to get, I want to lose a few pounds, public image and all that sort of stuff. I don't want to be looking like a whale, especially I'm going to Greece next year. <laughs> And I don't want I don't oh, want to be walking out the sea and the beach in Greece and then be like, oh my god, there's a whale beat. You know? um, so I mean, no. I started doing that twenty five press ups challenge for twenty five yeah, days. I saw that, Alex. Big respect. Um, but I stopped and I stopped for a, 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 a very plain reason. I can do the press ups. Okay, I did hurt my stomach. I hurt my stomach in the weirdest way. Right, I was playing with my little boy on the bed. We were playing wrestling. Okay. Um, Didi's gone, uh, and uh, I went. No, sorry, I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> I went to I went to lift him up, and the, I swear to God, the I, he was on my on my shoulders, and I went to like almost like a sit up with him on top of me, and it felt like the bottom of my stomach was tearing apart. I screamed. I've got a really wow. good pain threshold. I screamed in agony. It felt like hell, honestly. So for that affected me for two days. So I, I still pushed through and did the, the. But I've been talking a lot about um, um, people's behaviors online. Uh, and things mm. brainwashing uh, we've been talking a lot about tiktok and how i think tiktok is kind of just pushing the boat out a bit at the moment because my little boy's got this game on his tablet the only advert that comes up every time he has a go on this game is tiktok and it's for 30 seconds and he has to watch the 30 seconds that's brainwashing right? yeah it is interesting yeah. so 
I when I read read about this, when I did a lot of research, I was like, no, I'm not doing the 25 press ups challenge. I'm not drawn to it. I don't have a ball around my chain uh, around my ankle. I, I'm not uh, I'm not chained to it. I'm not doing it. And it sounds that sounds really horrible and really negative. But I did it as a way because I have a problem with things like this. I feel like I have to do it. I am. I don't have to do anything. Yeah. I haven't signed a contract, so that's the only reason I'm doing it. Um, so I, I yeah, it's all it's all about not not jumping on the bandwagon, isn't it? Of the, the mm. fads and all things that happen. I think I think some people have done it to encourage people to be active, or if there's a reason behind it. But yeah, but it's it's, it's this whole bandwagon thing, isn't it? About getting on it just for the sake of doing it, in a sense, isn't it? Really, unless you've got a pure reason behind. Like some people might do it as like a an encouragement to start a get fit. Sometimes people need that challenge, need a target, or something like that. But yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those well, things, also, isn't it? I feel like the, the meaning behind doing it shouldn't be lost. It isn't doing it because it is painful. It's doing it because you love yourself and you want to give that to others. Yeah. You want to express that. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and I feel like that gets lost in kind of some ma- macho way. And it's like, look at me. But actually, it's like, no, no, no. Totally I, I, cool. I did li- live, uh, I mean... The weirdest thing about me was, right, I've worked on security. I worked security for like 10 years. I was expected yeah, yeah. to be the butch. Oh, man, you need to leave the store now. <laughs> that kind of guy. But I've, ne- I've, I've never been like that. I worked with some, you know, proper hard people like that. I just like, right. Mm. You know, you're just kind of carpet, carpet carriers. And I'd walk up and like, what's up, mate? How's it going? You know, uh, I've just been reading, I've just been reading Batman in the back. Uh, you know, like, I've never been that alpha Standard man. Standard for you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so I, and I feel bad because it's raising awareness for PTSD. And I, I know a lot of people that yeah. suffer from that. Yeah, little bit of problem with that, in, 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 not in a serious sense, but I did, I did have a little bit of a problem with that for a while, with a while, for a while. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, yeah, I know how serious it can be, so I feel bad about on that regards. But at the same time, I feel like I've, I've had a, you know, a, a, a triumph there. So like I'm not touched to Facebook. I need to swore then. Yes, leave me alone. Uh, that kind of thing. Um, and I had um, an email come through from Footlights Dance School. Has anybody heard of Footlights Dance School? I have. I have. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so uh, I uh, I was the first ever kitchen porter at number four, and our back door I used to uh, meet up with their back door, and we became good friends. Oh. Great people. Nice. Well, they they sent me an email. They were like, oh, "Can we talk about what we're doing?" And I was like, "Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's the shoes of this." <laughs> uh, <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> Just like that. Yeah. Uh, so they sent me a uh, press release, and they were saying uh, uh, cool. the, on Saturday the ninth of May, the students of Shrewsbury based dance school, uh, Footlights Dance School. Uh, took to their yeah. gardens, uh, bedrooms, kitchens, and living rooms to dance for nine and a half hours to raise money for the oh, NHS. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> that's huge. Nine and a half hours. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's, uh, that's. I mean, I'd just be doing dad dancing, running man and stuff, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. While sitting down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Kerry Lucas Garner, who teaches ballet for uh, Footlights, has uh, worked for the NHS for 25 years as a physiotherapist, uh, but has recently been working on the wards at the uh, PRH in Telford. Um, she has been helping rehabilitate COVID and non-COVID patients in their own words, the learning curve has been steep. Um, and, you know, since lockdown started nine weeks ago, Michelle and a team of nine teachers have had to quickly master the art of teaching dance classes via Zoom. That's got to be hard, right? I mean, I've been talking... That's a bit of a challenge, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's all about form, isn't it? It's all about... That's why they use mirrors in, in ballet school, so you can check your yeah. form and you can't... Sure. Um, 
And uh, so they've been having to do that. So uh, a little slice of normality could be offered to the dance students uh, with that, but not as much. It has been challenging figuring out um, the nuances of technology, as well as reassuring the parents of our students that this could work, explains Michelle. Uh, We had to work so quickly to ensure that uh, we had a robust system in place to offer dance classes to our students for the rest of the spring term. I am pleased to say that our Footlights family embraced it wholeheartedly. Fantastic. Uh, the majority of our students are still dancing with us each week. And what has been delighted me the most is that we can still progress in our students. We are continuing to work through our syllabus work so that we can hit the ground running for our next exam session uh so they, they i mean we've spoken about this a lot about embracing technology right and using it so even though it's not oh yeah yeah great people are still doing great things with it um shrewsbury town mm. community a big shout out to them because they've been doing a lot of dance classes and things like that you know it's been fantastic um Oh, God, I've read that in the wrong place. Uh, with the experience of successfully <laughs> delivering online classes behind them, um, it was uh, straightforward enough to create a schedule of classes to be deliver- delivered on the dance school's main Facebook page. Every teacher wanted to support the event, uh, so prepared a 45-minute workshop each to deliver, um, and the same dance school was delighted when Philip Tunstall, professional dancer and uh, English youth ballet uh, with the English youth ballet, should I say, agreed to host a session too. Um, so a schedule was set on the Just Given page and created, uh, and the word was spread. The morning of 9th of May dawned, and at 10.15, um, Kiara and Izzy, the girls behind the whole idea, kicked the dance-a-thon off with a smashing class and set the scene uh, for the whole day. Tap, jazz, musical theatre, ballet, contemporary, and even ice, the ice bucket challenge thrown in for good measure. Footlight student uh, Maya Davis said, it was such good fun. I can't believe I managed to dance for nine and a half hours, but it felt great knowing I was um, I was sort of dancing with my friends. The kitchen disco at the end was awesome. This, the dance school raised a whopping £2,445. Oh, wow. Incredible. Yeah, so well done, guys. Absolutely well done. I'd love to get you on the show. This is an open, an, an open invite um, to... Uh, I'm, just, I'm just amazed at how long they dance for. I think I struggle standing for that long, never mind dancing. <laughs> yeah, we've all, been to, we've, all, we've all been to weddings, you know. You, 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 yeah. you get up from the table, you have a little bit of a wobble, yeah. wobble you know, on the dance floor, and you're like, oh... I'm exhausted now. I'm going to get another pint. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a challenge. So well done to those guys. Um, uh, they're, they're just given page will remain open until the end of May. Well, obviously that's gone now, but you know, well done to them. Um, um, da, 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 da. what have we got next yeah there's been a couple of good stories I've, I've, I've just thrown on to uh, I want to say congratulations to the Shrewsbury Arc have you been following this the Shrewsbury Arc I have bits and pieces bits and pieces oh. I follow them on Facebook oh. uh, been doing some amazing work with the gardening and then with the artists and obviously yeah. surrounding Kyle as well is a great shame yeah. but they're doing great work organising the funeral they're really stepping it up yeah they've <sighs> I've got a soft spot for the arc, you know. Um, I've, I've worked, yes, you do. Yes, he does. Um, <laughs> and all this, all this noise that was created. I say noise. It's positive, great stuff with uh, the the Prince Rupert Hotel putting up all the uh, yeah. the guys yeah. that use yeah. the arc. Um, it was it, that created noise nationally. You know, people were like, wow, look, look what's going on. And you know, why can't we do that all the time? Why is it, why do we have to wait for a crisis for that to happen? Um, yeah, sure. 
and the, every year uh, the the queen gives out awards uh, called the the the, um, the queen's medal, and that goes to voluntary um, organisations. And the Ark was awarded the the queen's medal. Um, so that, how cool is that? That's, mm. that's amazing. It's so good. Yeah, they deserve it. They really do. They do. Yeah. Yeah, fantastic, fantastic. So I just hope they get. It's, it's it's amazing how many people don't know where the Ark are when I say the Ark to them. It's really? just it's just down. Yeah, yeah. It's because it's only down by the train station, is it? But I think it's one of those mm. places that um, unless you you've had something to do with it or you know it's there, it's it's one of those things that I think you a lot of people mm. just drive past not realizing. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah. They, so. do. they do have the charity shop as well, just a little bit yes, further they up. Do. Yep. They're yeah, they're really good. Yeah. Lots of cool stuff. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. I just wish they get more funding. I want them to have a nice big yes. building that they can use because uh, I've been in their building. I've been upstairs. We've done interviews there, and it's it's tiny. It's it's mm. ridiculous. It's very cozy. Mm. Yeah, that's like the tiny kitchen, and I think they do like fifty meals a day in that tiny yeah. little kitchen. It's amazing. Yeah, it's, it really uh, deserves something better. Yeah, um, I'm just checking our social media now um, just to make sure we've. Uh, Let's see if we've had any. We did have a comment on Twitter. I threw up uh, people an opportunity um, for people to to get in touch uh, by saying we were doing a, 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 a good feel kind of Shoesby show. This is what's going on. And Vincent Dovey uh, on on Twitter says uh, Steve Smith, Kate Evans, Lee, Cass, uh, Gavin, and John at first Shrewsbury Scouts. All of the leaders have yes. been putting on virtual meetings, events, and camps during lockdown, and it has been wonderful resource for the kids and parents alike. So, well done, Scouts improvising as well. You know, fantastic. Thank you for sending in your Great message. To hear that. Yeah, um, and the, the, like, everything's starting to wait, uh, open up now in in Shrewsbury. What are your thoughts on this? Mm. And everything's starting to open up. Are you kind of for it, against it, a bit cautious? I'm I'm very mixed on it. I'm very mixed on it. It's, it's the whole sense of I feel like there are a lot of businesses that that could open up and could follow by guidelines and, and achieve it really, really well. But I think there are maybe I do I do have this worry in the back of my mind that so like there's some people that want to stay at home and everyone could, I feel like in this situation, if they want to stay at home, please stay at home. Don't feel like you have to go out because other people are going out. Yeah. But I do feel like I know when some places have had their first day open, instantly there's queues going in. I just don't yeah. think. Mm. I, I I do worry. Like it was in the Shropshire Star today, they were saying about worrying about a second peak, and I, I don't know whether it's come across too prematurely. But then businesses <clears> do <throat> need to be open, don't they? There's a lot of people who haven't been having an income. Sure. So it's it's very 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 mixed. But I I, I don't know. Maybe in my mind, I'm I'm negative Nelly. But sometimes skepticism is a good thing, Dee Yeah. Yeah. Um, I so the last year I've been volunteering at a charity shop, which has been great for me. And obviously, there's like 17 charity shops in Shrewsbury, so yes, it's a massive yeah. part of our economy. It is, yeah. Um, and where we stand with that is a bit weird because obviously they've got to pay the staff. I'm a volunteer. Mm-hmm. You've got to pay the, the, the guys that are, are full time. And it's like, okay, if we pay that, we pay the overheads. How many people yeah. are realistically going to visit our shop? Mm. When you mm-hmm. consider the demographic of the guys that are a bit older that come there, yeah, yeah, it's like. Uh, is it going to work? Yeah, I, I yeah. hope it does. I've been speaking to uh, to to the guys from Shropshire Cat Rescue because uh, I've been dying since I began. Uh, we've we've kind of just missed each other. Like it's been crazy. Like mm. we're dying to get them on the show for a while. I bumped into them at the prison. They were on short, very briefly on a on a crumb that we did at the prison with the Monopoly launch. Um, but we've never actually got them on the show, and I'd love to do that because I do believe that charities are going to be hard, hard, hard hit. I mean, like mm. they will, yeah. 
Um, I know that there does seem to be a huge amount of support as well. I know a um, there was a philanthropist, 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 yeah, donated half a million, yeah, <laughs> an, an anonymous one, uh, donated half a million pounds to Marie Curie. That's amazing. Yeah. I think that's what I think when it's especially with these charity ones, obviously you get all the volunteers, but these charities do still have overheads of their own, don't they? Yes, yes. Yeah, so, they didn't stop the work, you know. The nurses yeah. still doing their thing. Especially because our town is there, like you said, there's so many charity shops. It is mm-hmm. it'd be really, really sad to see some of them go, but uh, you, you never know. You never know what's going on behind closed doors. You don't know whether yes. are those people donating. Like I know. Me and a lot of my friends, it's like we've got people like, like for instance, like my, this sounds ridiculous, but like my nail girl, she um, she's self-employed and everything like that. And I was like, normally she'd be getting money. And so even though she hasn't been doing my nails, I've still sent her money over. Everything like that is like support. And I know it's do, yeah. she, was, she, was, she was only open for three months before this all happened. So I'm still supporting her. And the same with my hairdresser, independent again, send them some money over just to help them in this in this time because they are they've all got families as well and yeah. you never know behind I think there are hopefully people doing that with people they know as well still supporting them even though yeah. they're not having the service but I don't know it's great well they're a huge part of our community aren't they it is massive part mm. massive part of it especially mm. with independent businesses I think it's a big thing around here yeah, I've yeah had, I had definitely. my nails done once I had a <laughs> I had a, a manicure and a pedicure once I was waiting for you to say full on nice, like. <laughs> we, <laughs> I went, we went to stay with family in Colombia and uh, they had somebody come around and, uh, regularly and do, and do it for, for my, my wife's nan because um, it's mm-hmm. healthy and stuff. And uh, they were like, do you want to, yeah. everybody's going to get done. You want, you want your, and I was like, no. And my wife was like, come on, it'd be great. And I was just like, okay. okay. Uh, and like, I don't like people playing with my feet, right? So she's like, she's <laughs> doing all the bits that she does and click, clipping oh, it and, and, and I'm like, ah, yeah. ah. <laughs> <laughs> it was the weirdest thing ever um but yeah supporting local businesses is, is great um and you know it's gonna be i mean i was at the parade the other day and, and everybody i'd see that was there i'd be like are you okay how, how, i bet it's been terrible for you and stuff and then they just look at me like what do you think like you know I, I, and i'm like it's really hard to just talk about it you know because mm. i know some people have been absolutely devastated but hopefully yeah. the, the, this like with with everything slowly opening up i feel like there's a bit of hope there maybe i hope that people don't abuse it and it and there's a second spike because people aren't listening this and is what i mean people all rushing out queuing isn't it not taking it isn't as it? seriously because they see it as like a, a slight ease They're like oh we're all safe now but it's not it's it's not so no, much it still hasn't gone away. It's a lot to the economy. And you, if you want to support local businesses, then do it sensibly because otherwise you're going to be closing them again, isn't it? It's one of those things. So Yes. Yeah. Mm. yeah. It's like I was talking to a resident nearby to me and he was saying, I'm just going to wait until the 22nd before I go about my business like normal. Just give it a yeah. week. Let it all yeah. die down again. Um, yeah. I've, I've, I've had a message from, from the market hall um, because obviously we want to support everybody. And... Um, uh, she says that she'd love to. Um, uh, obviously, we want people to support um, to support local businesses during lockdown. Um, all of their mm. fresh, fresh produce stores have stayed open, and most food and drink retail stores um, also launched like a home delivery service from the market. Hall. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's going to continue for the foreseeable future. Most of the markets, um, other right. retail stores have continued to trade online. Um, so there's the support Shrewsbury. 
um.co.uk um that's that that's there um and then then this week they saw the return of uh, market cook shop the cupboard um uh, and the cupboards should i say and they're both uh, classed as hardware stores and will initially be open on fridays and saturdays urban bikes uk opened this week and has seen a leap in demand for new bikes you can't get bikes anywhere my wife's looking for a bike because she wants to just you know we want to get out and do something physical yeah. and you can't get bikes anywhere Everyone's, so. there, there, there is there is one bike shop. <clears throat> people keep ringing me that's what happens when you use your phone um there is there is one bike shop i think the one in didrington has been open at times um i don't know what that's mm. but, but yeah um well you know there's uh this one um uh, but that is a very good one in there, though. Urban Bikes UK, yeah, they've opened up again. Yes, um, yeah. Phil, been that... Phil and Brenda run that. I think they're a great team. Yeah, yeah they are, yeah. yeah. Well done, uh, Phil Sorry, Alex, can we go back? Uh, support Shrewsby.co.uk, that sounds like a great website. It is a great website, <laughs> yeah. We should uh, we should definitely uh, elaborate more on that. Um, so that. Yeah, so is that collaboration between all businesses? It is. It's, a, it's an initiative that was put together where you can put all of the businesses into one basket and you can access those businesses online and you can buy things online it's fantastic it sounds good it is good because Mm. i mean it's something that should have been done a long time ago i mean with with what's been going on my wife is has basically been working from home she works for enterprise she's she's you know she's been on a computer at home and it raises the question of why do they need offices? Why do they need if, they, if yeah. it can be done from home? Why do they need offices? Then that's not mm. to say like, why have you got a shop, mate? What what, what you got a shop for? <laughs> uh, but like <laughs> like the the excess of what you do can be done online, you know, and, and that, that's a yeah. great thing. Um, so I, th- I think I think this will change the structure of a lot of businesses. Really, mm. Mm. I think a lot In a of very positive way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think that a lot of businesses have so many overheads and everything like that. I think they'll yeah. start seeing that if they can run it from people being at home, and obviously people working from home, it might be more convenient in a certain way for them as well. Oh, um, maybe, yeah. So it, it, I, it will, it will be a very good way. It's like uh, where I work, we've stayed open throughout this. We've been working, if anything, more hours throughout this than any other time, um, and it's been wow. very difficult for us because our, our job role has very much changed from what we used to do. Um, to be able to do this but then our customers have also been the people that have stayed open as well so we've been very busy in that sense supporting them but then they've ended up changing the structure of their businesses to support what's going on here and I think a lot of people will keep going this new way because it's it's going to be the, it's not going to go back to normal it's going to be the new norm I think we yes. all say that quite a lot the new norm yeah, yeah there might be some good in it <laughs> I've been speaking yeah let's hope there is yeah yeah I think there'll be a lot more uh, better communities when we come out yeah, of this. Yeah, I've definitely noticed that. Just yeah, like, yeah. I hope more appreciative so. to be in conversation with each other, do you know? Oh, definitely, yeah, mm. yeah. Because we're, we're very, we're, yeah. Because even though we're sadly not in Europe anymore, I know it's a controversial subject, but <laughs> we're 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 st- the way we're styled. We're a very European styled country with the whole yeah. like we socialise in coffee shops. We we socialise around food and being out and everything like yeah. that. And that was yeah, all yeah. taken away from us. I think it's made you realise that we we do dramatically take that for granted. Mm. And it's something we need. It is. It is. Everyone needs a social. Whether you're an introvert yeah. or an extrovert, yeah, completely. We all need. We all need people, don't we? Yeah, we do. Uh, and like you know, uh, even something as simple as a follow on Instagram or a, a retweet or things like that, yeah, it yeah. absolutely helps. You know, uh, and like oh, yeah, it does. Yeah, uh, yeah. All that support. Um, it, I can't say enough about 
online that kind of voice and that sharing i mean that's mm. what lets people know that this business exists oh my god i didn't know that shop was there that's from a retweet mm. right um, yeah amazingly powerful um yeah there's been lots of great things going on i want to say um a huge thank you to to you guys i, I mean i'm going to read out everybody that works with me on all the podcasts i do because i have been really difficult or distant or not been not being able to grab hold of things but now I'm, I'm i'm kind of recharged ready to 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 run in into he's this. back people i'm he's back. back i'm back <laughs> yeah um, so um tom bruno uh, jamie westwood tom stevens lucy orchard shane chebsey and kenny aldrick that's the team you suck mm. thank you so much for for what you guys do and obviously julie fox shane hinton dd and max thank you for joining the team you know i love you guys uh, i know it can be hard work sometimes when i'm messaging you guys at four o'clock in the morning i got a great idea guys um <laughs> it's like the first idea in the morning i roll over and i'm like oh my god he's on the chat what yeah. is going on now <laughs> <laughs> we have got some great shows uh, coming up as well over the next couple of weeks uh, we're going to be speaking to the guys from critical tales local authors that have released uh, storybooks um <clears throat> they've sent us a copy of the book to read i'm going to read it this week but they're going to be on on the uh, the 11th i believe um we're going to be speaking to them uh we, there's there's plans to speak to the mayor um joel from the prison as well we're going to get him on talk about all the great stuff that they're doing yeah um and there's mm-hmm. always an opportunity if you've got a business if you've got if you've got something you want to tell people about get in touch you know our email is shrewsburybiscuitpodcast at gmail.com people do listen to that and they do get in touch from me when i'm waffle on about our website so please do just get on get get on and, and, and message us because we're here for you we're here for shrewsby that's what we want to do right yeah beautiful thing yeah um have you guys got anything to add before we get out of here um i don't think so other than just stay safe everyone and uh and keep being mindful of the rules respects each other and, and each other's space i guess yeah yeah i think it is very much the whole res- when you are out and about if you are going to go to these shops and i think make sure you're because everyone's treating this in their own way everyone's got their own problems going on and i think it's, it's just be kind to people be understanding yeah. to pe- how people are having to deal with however people choose to deal with it it's that's up to them and just be respectful yeah. Isn't it? and mm. I, do, I do want to add before we get out of here I nearly forgot Shared Biscuits is coming back uh, and I do want to ask for people's co- uh, contributions and the cooperation like, if you've got a poem a story or if you want to come on if you've got experiences with addiction yeah. alcohol uh, depression if the COVID-19 thing has just sent you doolally and you've had serious mm. problems with it and you're in recovery now and you feel like you can help someone get in touch because that's that. I mean even if you want to record a video of you reading your poem i can take the audio off that and play it on the episode so if you wanted to do something like that please just send us something you can send it on my personal facebook inbox or you can inbox it to the issues with biscuit on facebook um please get in touch we are. this has been a fantastic episode max welcome to the team i'm i'm, I'm really looking so forward much. to working it's with you d you look awesome no more of this oh I'm, my makeup's know, not I'm, done oh. no it's not it's not it's like it was like, i'm not i'm not in my normal habitat um, and I've got no makeup on. My hair's all natural. And I'm just like, I'm, I'm just glad that you've not, no one else can see me but you two. So. <laughs> you look fantastic. I've definitely got a face for podcasts anyway. Let's put it that way. I've so. got my scary Stan Lee. <laughs> <laughs> I've got my scary Stan Lee t-shirt on. Look at that. Um, anyway, guys, mm-hmm. let's get out of here. This has been fantastic. Thank you for listening. Uh, and we will catch you guys next week. Peace out.